Hello, my favorite people. This episode is going to be a quitting porn update. It's going to be about how quitting porn turned a bi person, aka me, into basically a straight person. And I don't consider myself those labels anymore. But to explain it to a normal person, that is typical. No, that is basically what happened. And this episode. Is it going to be porn-centered? But I'll just be telling you about another complete character and life shift for me. Nothing new for you guys. I've had many sexuality updates. Talking about demisexuality, the time that I knew I was bi, and there's just been twists and turns throughout the years. I started this show in 2020, so... Let's get into what 2023 has had in store. So as background, I think that porn affects a lot of what has happened to people and just what I've experienced. I remember the first time I was exposed to it was freshman year of high school. Just I was in study hall and I think a guy just put up like X videos on his phone like as a joke something like that and that was the first time I ever thought about it like at that point I didn't watch on my own I thought it was disturbing and then you kind of get into it later but the reason I bring this up is I don't think I ever would have thought to kiss a woman like like a female friend unless I was exposed to the idea and then you know being in party situations where guys will say kiss 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 and I thought hmm maybe that's a possibility like all the time I was in Connecticut growing up I never thought that I would like go on a date with a girl so that's just like a side note of just part of the journey and then throughout the years I was always shocked when a friend would want to and at one point I really thought I was bi but when I think of it I think I can understand why the times that if a friend a female friend had ever had a crush on me or feelings for me why even if they thought that I was bi because that's what I said I was that they might have been scared I wouldn't like them back because even at the time, even if my friends said they were straight, they were so into making out with each other with no hesitation. And I would just sit there and and watched inquisitively and inside felt way too embarrassed and not fearless whatsoever to just go and grab someone and join in. Like I just sat there like a petrified person not even knowing how I could even go about that and then just not I just think I've gotten so love-based and not experimental and just you know on one path that I just don't think to do it anymore and it just doesn't make sense for me and so I just think that without porn nobody would really think to scissor or know how to do it it'd be a smaller demographic and there's nothing wrong with that demographic. There's nothing wrong with it. It's normal to be attracted to people. 
no matter if it's the same sex or anything. So I don't judge anyone who's like that. I just wanted to tell you guys my transformation and journey through not watching it anymore. And so I'll be graphic and I'll just say that dating girls was sweet energy. And I think women might have been scared to love me because gays have sometimes resented me about how they say I'm straight passing and I am because I love women, my female friends, I'm sure they would make great partners. But I think that anyone who knows me knows that I had a wifey winter. And what that means is I've been learning more recipes AF, just a ton of recipes every week. And so I used to cook a ton when I lived in my studio alone. And then when I moved in with other people and started law school, I was just buying like vegetarian noodles from Costco because all I was doing was studying. But instead of just being a workaholic and making my life around sitting at a desk studying, I've gone to being more well-rounded again, like a regular human. And I just have been in the space of being YFEAF, like I'm single, but I'm just practicing being loyal to no one and just being like a good girl. And being a good girl doesn't have anything to do with feeling straight, but I'll just explain further. So I really, really hope this isn't a trigger to anyone because at the core, I'm the same person I've always been. No matter who you are, I'll always accept you because who you are, there's nothing wrong with it. But I'm just going to, again, explain to you what I've been thinking about and doing. So I might be going into this intense career, and I like that too. But all the time throughout life, I've always looked forward to my future family. And like if I were to marry a girl, or we could say woman, you know, adopting is amazing and life-changing for so many people whether it's people that can't have children or are in a same-sex relationship and it's so incredible and a gift that exists and that it's desired by so many and the difference is not just for me i know my life will be so full and truly complete when i raise my future children and if I'm going to speak right now in a way to not please everyone and to be blunt, I want those children to come from me and my husband. And I just also think about how two people can be divinely ordained for each other. And it's described like this. So I once met a girl on an airplane and we struck up a deep conversation with everyone. This nice woman had been divorced. She was my age and I'm 23. So she had been divorced. And then at that point, she had met someone new. My reaction to her after hearing all about her current relationship is I just said, damn girl, you and him are legit Adam and Eve. And they just set an example of the story about how Eve was made from Adam's rib. Like, when Adam met Eve, he said, you 
are man with a womb, you know, woman. So she was him, but with a womb. And most people will be married one day. And some people are meant for singleness. But don't let that scare you. Because if you don't want to be alone and do desire companionship, then that means that there is someone ordained just for you. And how special is it to think that that relationship will be truly meant for you? And that if you're a woman, that your essence will match that of your husband. And I've just seen that firsthand. For example, who knows if people are a match, if these two people I'm about to say are a match, but it's just how people have reacted to it. So for example, if you know the YouTuber Emma Chamberlain, and then she recently got public with her boyfriend, role model, the singer, and I just read in the YouTube comments because I love comments of anything. Throwback to porn comments, those were hysterical. But now I'm on a YouTube comments. So one of the people just said, damn, Emma and her boyfriend are the same person, but just in different fonts. And even though I'm single right now, I did notice something. I'll tell you guys that there were things in significant others that... Like, I've always just gone down with people who feel like home, that love me, that support me, and that are healthy for me. But I did give up on some true desires. But I found, because some of my desires are more unique and specific and rare, but then I found that it does exist and that I don't need to compromise on things like that in the future. And I think that if it was a woman, I would have compromised on it. And even if it was a man, too. So maybe I just wanted to send this as a message that if you think that you're meant to be alone or you're in an unsatisfactory relationship, know that I believe that there will be a relationship that won't be perfect, that will have problems, but hopefully no fighting because I realized that if there's fighting in a relationship it really is related to incompatibility so that's just a side note that I believe like from the bottom of my heart I heard a life coach saying I do believe what they said I used to think that a passionate relationship meant there was fighting but I think that a healthy relationship where the people are meant for each other, they're going to inevitably say things that are going to hurt each other because when your heart is that open to someone, you're going to be so vulnerable with them. Even if you're someone who doesn't take things to heart, you will when you love them that much. And so I just want to say that your perfect match exists because I've seen it firsthand in others and I've now seen the traits I've always wanted. They do exist and I just look forward to the future journey. And I just want to list to you guys the random traits that I had given up on but that I saw. So some random things are like throughout life, I've had friends that I would say are very intellectual, intelligent, that amaze me, that inspire me. 
And that's something I compromised in significant others. And that's not to talk bad about anyone, but I no longer held that as so important. If they were emotionally intelligent, supported me, were kind to me, loved me, I looked past them, maybe not caring about like intellectual conversations as much as me. Like, okay, maybe we had deep conversations, but they just, I wouldn't have said that they were more book smart than me. But then I had a connection with someone that I would just say is so much smarter than me. And like I, talking to them each day, I just felt so inspired and so amazed and was so grateful to learn and be inspired by someone who was that hardworking and cared and had the same types of dreams as me. Secondly, I've always, I had always been curious, but again, gave up on this curiosity and desire. I always thought, how cool would it be? Or how would it be if I dated someone with ADHD? Because you guys might know, I have severe ADHD just to summarize if you haven't known me a while or haven't listened for a while. It's like, I might be in law school, I might have had fine grades, but my psychiatrist was an ADHD specialist and his mouth might as well, his jaw might have well dropped because he said to me, like, with your scores, you shouldn't be able to write more of a more than a paragraph at a time or do a long math fact. And I just said, yep, that's just me. So I always wondered, like, what would it be like to date an ADHD person? Because, like, we would probably just be off the walls like so hyper and then maybe we would just like have sleep difficulties like maybe it's good I've gone out with people who weren't disordered like me because like if they went to bed then I would go to bed but the friends who are night owls will just stay up all night texting but then I noticed that there are ADHD people that have just compensated for those challenges and that do sleep so I saw that There are people who, again, I don't need to compromise for. There's people like me with ADHD that I could date and that do the things that I've done that people have always said, like, oh, it's interesting, Christina, how when we're talking, you literally switch from topic to topic. And I just don't care about being so unique anymore. It's so cool to see that trait in others to have a different person lead the conversation, not always having it to have to be me. Next height, I completely gaslighted myself into thinking that I didn't care about height. And just keep in mind, it still isn't at the top of my list. Like one person that I thought I was super in love with might have been 5'7". So it really is just the cherry on top. And my mom laughed when I told her this, but... I said that I've had like romances with all the different heights and just the ones that weren't so serious just happened to be people that weren't that much taller than me. But then the people that did become my serious boyfriends were pretty tall. And I just said to her, I said, I think that's just because I'm a lot to handle. And the people that were willing to stick around with me might have been with people like might have been people that were just having a uh ornate type of confidence that you get when you 
just like we're the tall kid in class. So she thought that was pretty funny because everyone who knows me knows that I'm a lot and I'm proud of that, you know, but that's just like a side note. And then I saw that someone that I did like, even though I always like roll my eyes, like, oh, who cares if they're over six feet? But I admitted like, okay, I actually have secretly always wanted kind of a tall guy, even though I said 6'3 was a bit tall for me, you know, trying so hard to be cool and so different than a typical girl, but I'm a girl, so I'm going to like girl things. And I saw that that did exist in someone that I liked. So I just wanted to list for you guys the things that I realized I didn't have to compromise on just because when I said it to one of my friends, I think she just realized, like, she was interviewing me. She said, like, have you, like, who's smarter, you or the other person? And I just said, like, this person is way smarter than me. And she just thought, wow. Because I guess her guy at the time, she she originally thought he was really smart. But then it turned out that he might have been different than she thought. And then when that happens, like when you love someone, you don't really think of what else can be out there. That's not what I do. I just think of the current person I've only seen different because of a natural breakup. But that's just what I mean a little bit. I just hope to have inspired you guys all in a non-bragging way, but just in an anecdotal way. And so something else is... I've been lucky that my relationships have been emotionally healthy, like the serious relationships. I've been in serious love twice, I'd say, and so those were healthy. But because of like the the really big personalities from the family that I come from, I wasn't always aware of how people spoke to me. And I thought, again, just to recap, like I thought fighting was passion. And so the times I might have loved some people that were as serious of, that didn't turn into a serious of relationships is that, okay, so I forgot where I was, but I thought fighting was okay. But then I realized how much better it is to have someone like realize that I'm upset without me even telling them because I've never been that girl that says oh I'm fine when I'm not fine like I've always tried to vocalize what I'm going through but the times I felt like I overreacted I do say like trust me I've forgiven you I'm okay but then to see that exists that someone might be even more in tune of my emotions than I am I just thought wow I'm so happy this exists so I think that that's the last thing I can say, or no, maybe I'll say this too. So secondly, well, not secondly, 10th on the things I've been listing to you guys is something else is I always thought that I'd only ever date introverts. And that partly was because of fear and safety because you might know I'm the most extroverted person ever. I get high on life meeting new people, whether they're a stranger or the significant other of a friend 
or just new friends, anyone, people on the airplane. And I've always been attracted to introverts because I love a deep conversation. And it just felt more rare that extroverts would. But it doesn't matter what's rare because your person doesn't need to be a hundred people that you're compatible with. Your person is just one person. So even if it's a rare outlier trait, it might exist. And so it wasn't that unrealistic because I realized all my friends are extroverts too. And we have deep conversations. So I was pretty much delusional when I thought that I'd have better luck like dating someone who's the complete opposite of me because even though they say like date your opposite, I truly think that everyone would be happier if an extrovert dated an extrovert or an introvert dated an introvert because truly the definition of love is sacrifice and what I mean by that is you sacrifice certain things. You might watch a movie for them that you don't really want to watch. You might sacrifice your own comfort to go above and beyond for your significant other. But if a person is someone who likes to go out on a weekend, hang out with friends and see each other's friends, then the other person is someone who doesn't like to socialize, who just wants to hang out with one person then that's a lot of compromise and you want someone who's going to recreate in the same way as you and so I've cared for like one extrovert in my life before and I just did not put together that that was like the best natural chemistry I've always had I always forced myself to do the complete misconception so now when I reflect I realize yeah I do hit it off with extroverts more it's like we have more similar of a sense of humor like I realized I don't need people with such a chill muted personality it, it's been nice to get to know the people that have like a big extra ridiculous personality too and a friend said something quite funny to me shout out to this friend for the hundredth time and this ties into our porn update because it's the friend who convinced me and inspired me to quit watching porn. He also, I was telling him how I was always scared to date extroverts because so many people like them. And how that's why I would date introverts because I felt like they appreciated me so much because it also made me feel special that introverts don't open up to many people but when they opened up to me it made me feel like the most special person in the world I would be so grateful for it and he just said I'm scared to date introverts for the opposite reason he said that he likes dating extroverts because with an introvert significant other once they finally come out of their shell they'll find someone better and I just thought that is literally applicable to my life so I think that what I've said is hashtag enough said hopefully it's done anything for you I've enjoyed talking about it and like I always end I'll talk to you soon AF I have so much unlimited love for you I hope you always know that 
there's always one person out there who appreciates you, aka me. So thank you for being a deep person, whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, but I know you are. I know you're cool AF, so talk to you maybe tomorrow because I think I posted a lot of times this week, so there we go. Good night.